Hey, good afternoon. Welcome back to the program. Glad you're here. KNSS is your destination every Saturday, lunch hour with Good Life Guy, noon to one, live at 1205. Uh, my guest today has put together the quintessential guide to writing recipes. It's called the Complete Recipe Writing Guide, and it is complete. Rayanne Sarazen is uh, nice enough to stay with us. And Rayanne, this is Good Life Guy's uh, brief educational period. I feel like okay. I've been in a, a, a kitchen with closed windows. Uh, <laughs> the first time I saw this F-O-D-M-A-P, you, how do you pronounce it? Um, people pronounce it as FODMAP. Yeah. well, that's it's, a, an ac- it's an acronym. Okay. And the, ac- and the acronym stands for F is fermentable, O is oleosaccharides, D is disaccharides, M is monosaccharides, and the P is polyols. Basically, they're just um, a group of short-chain carbohydrates or sugars. And talk about this aspect of, obviously, when I look at the, the next couple pages and uh, you, you've got in, ingredient substitutions for high food map, FODMAP, uh, and then the next page has ingredients, fruits, vegetables, grains, flowers, nuts, seeds, oil, condiments, everything with the high FODMAP ingredient and low food FODMAP ingredient. Who, who's, who is this directed <laughs> yeah. at? Yeah, so I, I think in trying to be complete, as you know, we talked about how the other chapters have something more mainstream, like say, uh, plant-based or vegan diets or diets for religious restrictions, et cetera, where that's easier to understand. I think the FODMAP is definitely more in vogue, but importantly, there are more people with GI issues today. And so um, whether it's the gluten-free diet or gluten-free intolerance or um, people who are FODMAP intolerant, which means that they can't completely digest or absorb um, the these short chain carbohydrates. It's a more restrictive diet, but it's one to really know because I think pe- more people are having digestive health issues, and it's really a diet, in my opinion, that of all of them in the book, along with the gluten free, it's it's really best to see a dietitian for this one because it is pretty complicated, and you'll start to see food products in the grocery store that'll have like a FODMAP. Um, check mark. It, it's it's something that you do, I think, with a healthcare professional. But I tried to break it down for people who are developing recipes for this audience of people. Well, okay. Another reason why I was interested in that section of the book is my wife has some issues with with what she eats and how it affects her. Uh, bless her heart, she just had her gallbladder removed, thinking that would help mm. with some of this. And uh, she's she's still got some issues, and I, maybe she needs to talk to a dietitian. Uh, I would say definitely a dietitian. I think that one thing that's interesting, how you were saying that you enjoy food and wine and and everything, as I do as well. But I think there are a lot of people out there that have um, issues related to food, and even wine. A lot of people get you know headaches. Um, I, I think that why I always think about recipes and the development of them in the context of who you're developing them for, who's your audience. And I think that food should be enjoyed by everyone, including people who have dietary restrictions or who have to modify their diet, which means they have to modify their recipes to make it something that fits with their lifestyle and needs. And people who do have GI issues, there's a lot of trial and error 
And you do want to try to figure out, for example, people who follow a FODMAP diet can't use garlic. And that seems so foundational in so many dishes, but they can use garlic infused oils. So there are oftentimes workarounds. And again, I think the more knowledge you have, the better. Like I think about, I have two children of my three who have celiac disease. And I remember the first Thanksgiving where they were diagnosed and I thought, oh my gosh, how am I going to make my gravy and my stuffing and everything that just tastes wonderful. And I've really learned through trial and error and through a lot of research um, all the different substitutions of which I share in here, like just as a hint for anybody out there who's listening, I would use, um, I use this sweet rice flour, which is this glutinous rice flour to thicken my gravies. And I love it. I love it more than the gluten-free flours that are on the market. So I think there are just a lot of really useful, practical, like real-life living tips in this book, yeah. which was good for the professional, but it's good for the person who has these conditions too. And then as we get towards the back, and folks, if you get a copy of the book, always look at the indices as you thumb through the book. But more importantly, I was just, I did a program, uh, let me see, oh, the first week in August, I think, this year with a a great gal from the U.K. who put together a a book simply called Food Photography. Mm. And, And her name was Lauren Short. Uh, okay, the, gosh, I did an interview her for my book. Okay, <laughs> the complete guide to food photography. And seriously, oh man, okay. <laughs> well, it, it, no, it, you've got such great information here. I thought you maybe you knew her or or, or no. had talked with her, but uh, I am a sucker for cookbooks with beautiful photography mm. because as I a too. you know the the carefree. Uh, I don't like to follow recipe part of me. Uh, I can look at a picture and go, oh, yeah, I I can make it look like that. Mm, I don't do it very well, but (laughs) I try. Well, no, there's a really great tip for people who want to do their own sort of, you know, food photography on social media and just um, not hire a professional stylist or photographer, which is expensive. Um, I, I don't know. This part is interesting to me. I love this chapter. I think it's great. But I also feel like you know, everybody is so visual today that I still say I, I had to have this chapter in here because the video and the the image often seems to be more important than the actual recipe. But even though I know you keep saying that you don't follow recipes, I think content matters. And I think the, the, the recipe does matter for nutrition education. It matters for being able to pass on memory, you know, and I think that it has to work. So, I know it plays a role differently for different people, but um, I think the visual sells the recipe, but you're going to be really disappointed if I give you something that you buy all the ingredients, right? <laughs> Super expensive. <laughs> and then like you go to your kitchen and it doesn't work, you'll be cursing me. <laughs> nah. Well, it's just so cool. And nowadays, like you said, with social media, people who uh, share recipes or take p- food pictures at a restaurant, uh, just a little bit of knowledge goes a long way. And, uh, oh, sure. Well, look, uh, James Beard Award, almost a guarantee, in my well, opinion. thank you. Thank you. I hope so. And I can tell you one thing that was really just just happened to me yesterday. <laughs> so there is a fabulous chef. His name is Eric Repair of Le Bernardin. He has come out with a new cookbook. It is great. It's called uh, Seafood Simple. And unbeknownst to me, I was looking through my Instagram feed. I'm just starting to use social media myself, embarrassingly. 
Um, but he recommended my book as one of the cookbook or books of the month. And as he had said, it would be a perfect gift. And um, I don't know, I, I was just tickled that he did that to be sort of noted. He's a, um, I don't know, do you know him, Guy? He, he has Eric been on my show. Oh, he's the best. Yeah. Eric, is so it? it was just, he's just, it was just wonderful. His book is great. I, I've already uh, cooked a few recipes from it, it's super well done. Um, so his book is available on Amazon. I know mine is too, and also um, the Eat Right store through the Academy as well. Yeah. So I'm I'm really thank you for the compliments. And I got links to everything, including Rayanne's website. You want to go there, RayanneSarazin.com. Uh, there's links to Amazon to buy the book. And if you're lucky, caller number five right now, you know the drill: three one six eight six nine thirteen thirty. Caller number five, you'll get a digital copy. And that, that, yeah, would you like to have the hardcover book? Go order one. But if you get the mm-hmm. digital copy, you'll see why you should order one. And, you know, if you have a Kindle or an pa- iPad, you can still use this in the kitchen. And sometimes uh, it's just as easy as uh, holding the book open with pages and stuff. So caller number five, call now, 316-869-1330. Rayanne, congratulations. Thanks a lot for letting us invade your weekend, and best of luck with book sales in the future. Thank you, Guy. Thank you very much for having me on your show today. Take care. All right, folks, call now, 316-869-1330. Max will jot down your info, and we'll send you a copy, a digital copy, a link to this book. And then we come back, Wine of the Week. Oh, this is going to be so fun. I just love Chenin Blanc from, from Loire Valley, and this is Vouvray, the capital of Chenin Blanc. And we got some other bits and tips to come up with. Don't go away. Thank you.